Hallelujah. Today we are going to go into the types of Christ in the Old Testament. A type is a person or a thing that defines a character of something. That means if something is happening in the Old Testament and is the type of Christ, they are doing it as a shadow of the substance that is going to be done by Christ. If you look at it from the Old Testament. And in Christ has fulfilled that and he has done that through actions. The Old Testament may be action, but for example, all the sacrifices amounted to a heap of nothing in the Old Testament. But God wanted it because it was a type of Christ. Do you understand? So, we are going to look at what these types are and how Jesus Christ fulfilled them. Because he is the promise. He is the one reconciling us to God. Do you, do you understand? That which reconciles us to God involves God's standard which only Christ could fill because fulfill because he was sinless and believe it or not you and I are full of sin yes and to overcome that sinful nature Christ has given us his spirit the holy spirit do you understand that raised Jesus Christ from the dead am i clear yes so what is the standard of god that we must also understand and that involves what christ did on the cross because he could only fulfill all the standards and meet all the standards laid out by god these are the types of christ yes remember what's in the old testament is for us to learn yes if we go to hebrews 10:4 it says for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins you can look at that me yes so you can go through these scriptures later and also doing the bible study i'll be going through all these scriptures in depth and if the bible study is too long because it lasts maybe more than an hour maybe an hour and a half i've divided that also into three so the four length is given plus the three um parts are given everything is given you just have to drink it do you understand yes so in hebrews 10:4 it says it is not possible that the bulls the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins but that is required until the blood of jesus is offered up do you understand it was symbolic do you understand yes so in the old covenant it says in hebrews 9:1 then indeed even the first covenant had ordinances of divine service and the earthly sanctuary what does that mean the first century a first covenant had 
things to do. But they were fulfilled by the second covenant. By who, who by whom? By Jesus Christ. So what was it the first covenant was symbolic, yes? In Hebrews 9, 9 to 11, in verse 11 it says, But Christ came as a high priest of good things to come with greater and more perfect tabernacle that not made with hands, that is not of this creation. Do you understand? So what was in the Old Testament? Exemplified Christ. It was a type of Christ. Do you understand? You had to do this so you would know what was fulfilled by God's own Messiah or Christ. Do you understand? So all Old Testament sacrifices were mere shadows of the sacrifice of Christ. And it looked forward to that sacrifice of Christ. Yes? You, you understand what I'm saying? Yes? So for some of you, this may be old news. But this is still good news. And this is for people who may not know what you know. Do you understand? Yes? The Old Testament sacrifices were worthless in their own right. But were accepted for the time as tokens for future sacrifices of the Lamb of God. Do you, do you understand? Who is the Lamb of God? Yes. This Lamb is very important. It's what we're going to focus on today. We're going to focus on the Passover. What is the Passover? What does that mean? Do you understand? Why do Jews celebrate it? How do we as Christians acknowledge it? Even celebrate it? Yes. If you go to Hebrews 10, 10 to 14, it says, By the will we are having sanctified through the offering of the body of Christ once and for all. So, it doesn't have the same weight that it did in the Old Testament because we look by faith to the work on the cross. Yes? Not to the Lamb. You understand? Yes? So, for by one offering, Jesus is perfected forever those who are being sanctified. Do you understand? That is the work of the cross. Yes? Meaning once that sacrifice on the cross was offered, all the other Old Testament sacrifices lost the meaning. Do you understand? Because the penalty of sin for all men were paid by Jesus on the cross. So no sacrifice amounts to that. Am I clear in what I'm saying? Yes? In Hebrews 10, 18, it says, Now where there is a remission of these, there is no longer an offering for sin. That means our sins have been forgiven. They have been put on whom? Jesus. He's taken, the perfect lamp has taken our sin. How can he do that? That we must know when by studying the Old Testament, why the Lamb was important, yes? So we are looking at the Passover and that being a type of 
Christ or the Messiah, our Redeemer. Yes? So, the Passover had to be a lamb without blemish. Blemish meaning without any fault. Yes? If you go to Exodus 12, 3-4, it says, Speak to the congregation of Israel, saying, One day, one on the 10th of this month every man shall take for himself a lamp according to the house of his father a lamp for the household and the and if the household is too small for the lamp let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons according to each man's need you shall make your count for the lamp in other words There is no household that is too big for the lamp. Do you understand? It, it, it can be that the lamp is too big for that household. You clear, yes? In other words, Jesus is big enough, yes? Do you understand? In John 129 says, says the next day John saw Jesus coming towards him and said behold the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world do you understand so Jesus is that lamb the lamb of god am i clear yes in 1 corinthians 5 6 to 7 it says your glorying is not good do you know do you not know th- not know that a little leaven leavens or affects the whole lump yes so the introduce uh, it ends with saying for indeed Christ our passover was sacrificed for us so what is our passover Christ that's what the scripture says in the new covenant yes but we must know and understand what this passover is what what it meant to the jews how god meant it for it to be yes in 1 peter 1:18-19 he says but with the precious blood of christ as a as of a lamb without blemish and without spot that means jesus christ was without blemish and without spot a perfect offering am am i clear on this yes we are studying about that so we are studying about the promise of god yes before we were studying about the creation of god yes then the fall of man yes then a promise of god for restoration that involves christ the or the messiah Do you understand? And we are now in that covenant made by Christ. Yes? So we studied that the humanity as a whole was abandoned by God after the Tower of Babel. I taught all about that. Yes? And then God picked Abraham. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob and Jacob had 12 sons. through Abraham the Messiah would come yes now Jacob had 12 sons one of those uh, sons was Joseph he went into Egypt where he interpreted 
Pharaoh's dreams and then he became the prime minister of Egypt and later Jacob and his sons went to Egypt as a family and they came out as a nation but in between they were slaves in Egypt that's how the book of exodus starts a new king who did not know Joseph or what he had done a new pharaoh was afraid of these israelites and made them slaves did you do you understand yeah so god delivered these slaves through someone called moses do you understand so when moses was born his parents saw that he was a special child so they instead of killing him as was the order that day of that day you read the bible you'll understand yes there were two midwives mentioned do you understand yeah so they feared god so anyway moses was raised by the pharaoh's daughter and in um, or sisters some versions yes but do you do you understand yes but and raised by none other than moses's mother who was paid by the pharaoh's pharaoh's uh, institution to raise up moses this is good yes you do understand but here so moses grew up as a prince of egypt then moses saw an egyptian quarreling with the israelite so he killed the egyptian and hid the body next day he saw two israelites quarreling so he went to the man who was causing the trouble and said why do you fight against your brother and this man said who made you king who died and made you king jesus is not died yet yes someone asked me that i said jesus died yeah do you, do you understand yeah but, but do you understand yeah so then moses became very afraid pharaoh came to know that he had killed an egyptian so moses ran away and he ran into midian there he married jethro's daughter yes do you understand and then jethro was a high priest but what moses did was keep the sheep of the high priest he didn't there's nowhere in the bible that says that he was involved in the spiritual aspect of what the high priest did Am, am I clear here? Yeah? So, so then you find that while he was tending the sheep, Moses stumbled across a bush that was burning, but was not confused. What was not con- consumed, not confused. Yeah, if you're burning, you'll be confused. Yeah, but do you understand? Yes. So, Mo- then God appeared to Moses through that burning bush. and told Moses to go back to the Egyptians and to deliver the Israelites to Egypt to deliver the Israelites Moses so had a lot of things to say to God about that God had a lot of things to say about that and in the end God won yes this is my version yes so Moses and Aaron went to the Pharaoh and said let my people go and what did the Pharaoh say in your dreams do you understand like i said this is my version yeah so then 
God said he will te- bring 10 plagues and when when you read about the plagues after each plague after most of the plagues the pharaoh said okay you go do whatever you want because moses said that he's going only for 3 days to sacrifice do you understand but then the bible says the lord hardened the heart of the pharaoh so there were 10 plagues and after the 10th plague they were delivered the israelites were delivered from egypt by moses yes and then the law of god was given yes so while the 10th plague was about to happen before the happening of the 10th plague the passover was given that is the passover yeah so the passover was in egypt before the 10th plague this passover basically was the angel of death passing over the whoever had the blood of the lamp remember i spoke about the lamp yes if you had the blood of the lamp on your doorpost your house was not visited by the angel of death and the angel of death passed over and that's called pass over this is my definition i don't you can make up your, your own definition but it has to be according to the word of god yes but here if you go to exodus 12 can you all turn your bibles there the whole of 12 is important uh, chapter 12 is important when studying about this passover yeah it says for the lord will pass through to strike the egyptians and when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts the lord will pass over the door and not allow the destroyer to come into your house to strike you and you shall observe this thing and sin ordinance to your sons forever yes do you understand what's happening here yeah? if you go to verse 44 of chapter 12 says but every man servant who is the who's brought from money when you have circumcised him then he may eat of it that means what there must be a covenant for you to partake of the lamb circumcision is a sign of the old covenant am i clear yes so in verse 48 he says when a stranger dwells with you and wants to keep the passover to the lord let all his males be circumcised that means what there must be a covenant yeah then let him come near and keep it and he shall be as a native of the land for no uncircumcised person shall eat it that means you must have a covenant with god to eat the passover is that clear do you understand otherwise you just having mutton curry Do you understand? Yes. Someone I know makes a lot of mutton curry. 
I'm waiting for that someone to come, yes? To make mutton curry for me. But we're talking about Passover, yes? So, Passover and the festival of unleavened bread became an annual remembrance of how God delivered the Hebrews from Egypt. This became a symbol. Do you understand? Yes? So, each year... the people would pause to remember that day when the death angel passed over their homes and they gave thanks to god for saving them from death and bringing them out of a land of slavery and sin so we are saved from eternal death you die once if for it's appointed for man to die once yes and then judgment but if you die once and then you don't die again that means what you're born again yes if you're born again you don't die again yes so when like for example if like lazarus jesus raised lazarus from the dead yes but is he alive now no he died do you understand so just because god's healing manifests does not mean that you don't get old do you understand curse of the law is taken away but nothing negates the entrance of death now do you understand that is the original sin even though we include that christ is a point for, for for man to die once yes so you can be healed but you will eventually have to die am i clear in the in that yeah there's a lot of confusion that's why i'll speak about this later yes but you understand this yes so anyway the lord's supper that the communion is in a way a passover remembrance of our new life and freedom from sin in Christ Jesus. Do you understand? Yeah, it can be looked upon that that way, yes? So, the next time struggles and trials come, remember how God delivered you in the past and focus on his promise of a new life with him. That for that to happen you must have a relationship that's why you must bring into remembrance what god has done and that's why you must have a thankful heart am i making sense yes so eating the passover feast while dressed for travel was a sign of the hebrews faith meaning when they had the passover lamb they were dressed to travel even though they were not yet free it's like you're ready for traveling to another country but your ticket is nowhere near booked there's a pandemic going on planes are not working but you're ready for travel where you're traveling some people say to the bedroom or to the living room or to the dining room no by faith 
although they were not yet free they prepared themselves to travel based on what god has said because god said that he would lead them out of egypt that is where faith comes in do you understand this preparation was an act of faith preparing ourselves for the fulfillment of god's promises however unlikely they may seem demonstrates our faith in him do you understand and we are called to do that do you understand so when you study the hebrew calendar which i thought of going into depth but uh, it's not uh, possible to study that because hebrew calendar well the starting of the calendar if you read is starts with the passover yeah and then you have uh, the second passover and then you have the harvest you know what the harvest is known as pentecost guess what comes after the harvest the feast of the trumpets do you understand so you need this is important but we're not going to study it now and i've thought about this and i've given you enough and more material on this on the festival of um festival that hebrew celebrated yeah which is ordained by god yes so but today we're going to look at the passover lamb and how jesus christ fulfilled that remember we're talking about the types of christ the lamb for the passover must be without blemish to test this it was kept for four days that's again when you read exodus 12 you will understand this yeah so was our lord's life it was public yes under hostile scrutiny by the pharisees by the sadducees by the scribes by the common man is he the messiah or is he not in other words the bible presents it accurately it doesn't add any masala it doesn't try to sweeten things up it doesn't try to sour things down it presents it just like that under scrutiny this was a testing which proved his holiness Christ holiness. Do you understand? Yes. When you go to Exodus 12 and verse 5 it says your lamb shall be without blemish. I read that. A male of the first year. Yes. If you go to Luke 11 53 and 54 and as he said these things to them the scribes and the Pharisees began to assail him vehemently. and to cross examine him about many things lying in wait for him and seeking to catch him in something he might say that they might accuse him do you understand this is what the word says yeah in john 8:46 jesus says which of you convicts me of sin i tell if and if i tell you the truth why do you not believe me In other words he was perfect do you understand in John 18:38 Pilate said to him what is truth when he had said this 
he went out again to the Jews. This is a Roman going to the Jews and said to them, I find no fault in him at all. Do you understand? The ruler of this world or his associate or his what is Shingadi? Yes? His Binani. What do they call it in the Today's term, yeah. Do you understand? So, the, he said, his representative said, I find no fault with Jesus at all. The Lamb was without blemish. The Lamb of God. Jesus Christ was without blemish. Yes? Do you understand? Second, the Lamb thus tested without blemish must be slain. Do you understand? In John 12.24, you can read the whole thing in Exodus 12. Um, the whole chapter is there. But in John 12.24, it says, most, most assuredly I say to you, we turn your Bible there, unless a gr- grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Who said this? Jesus said this. Do you understand? In Hebrews 9.22 It says, And according to the law, almost all things are purified with the blood, and without shedding of blood there is no remission. All of this is there in your Bible. This is why we must read the Bible once in a while, yes? Instead of making it a lid for the barony, Yes? for the pickle jar. Do you understand? This is there for a reason. You must understand that. Yes. So the third thing is that, yes, one, the lamb should be without blemish and the lamb without blemish, two, should be slain. And third, the blood must be applied. Do you understand? The blood of that lamb without blemish which is slain must be applied once be taken yes this answers to the appropriation by personal faith that means you must apply that you must this is an act of your faith do you understand in john 3:36 says he who believes in the son has everlasting life and he who does not believe the son shall not see life but the wrath of god abides in him so belief involves what faith that's how you apply in the new covenant am i clear yes if you kill a lamb and you apply the blood doesn't mean that you go to heaven today yes by faith yes for the blood thus applied of itself without anything in addition constituted a perfect protection from judgment that means the blood was enough it was sufficient is yesterday i asked somebody after i uploaded everything is it sufficient the person said what do you mean by is it sufficient well, the word sufficient means is it enough to understand in 1 john 17 it says but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship with 
one another and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. All sin means what? All sin. Do you understand? If we walk in the light. Therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ who walk according to the spirit and not the flesh. Do you, do you, do you understand? In Hebrews 10:10 it says for I mean by that we will have been sanctified we by that we will by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Do you understand? So we have been what? Sanctified. I mean have been what means have been what means what? It's in the past tense. We are right with God. Do you understand? It doesn't mean there is no sin right now. If we sin, we confess our sin. Yes? Because Hebrews 10, 14, if you read that, it says, For by one offering, Jesus has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. So, his work on the cross is perfect and complete. And we are sanctified. and if we sin then we have to confess that sin to the lord see how it works yes then he is able to what forgive us how the work of jesus do you understand yes while we were still sinners christ died for us yes do you understand yes and the fifth thing the feast typified christ the bread of life in other words what is the bread of life the bread of life is for us is for humanity yes the blood is for whom the blood is for whom for humanity or for god no for god because god is the one who justifies the blood is for god yes yes but the bread is for humans you understand yes jesus was the blood and the bread do you do you understand yes see the bread was not eaten by the israelites on the night in which they traveled yeah do you understand nevertheless they were preserved from the judgment upon on the firstborn by what the blood not the bread you need to know the difference between the blood and the bread yes do you, do you understand see in matthew go to matthew 26 This is the Lord's table, yeah? Matthew 26, 26 to 28. And I'm um, reading from verse 26. And as they were eating, Jesus took what? Bread, blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take it, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks and gave to them saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood. of the new covenant which is shed for many 
for the remissions of sin so you have bread and the blood do you understand yes so it is our duty well it is our privilege to participate partake of that to observe that yes do you do you understand that yes so this bread and the blood has to be offered by a slain lamb and the slain lamb has to be without blemish you see how all this plays out and that only one man in human history was able to fulfill and that was Jesus Christ why he was sinless am i clear you read exodus 12 and the whole chapter and you will understand that yes with that in mind yes so that is the passover that is the type of christ am i clear in what i'm saying yes now there's something else that the lord had told me to talk about as a warning for us to understand that is about the mixed multitude that came with the israelites remember moses got the law of god from the mountain he was in the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights and when the israelites saw that he's not coming down as he said or as they thought he said he would they created a calf yes then moses came down and said this is not the noise of war I'm hearing this is some of the noise this is the noise of singing and celebrating and then he came down destroyed the calf and the tablets and everything do you understand yes so here what you need to understand is that god intended for the whole of israel to be a priesthood you understand up until that time but only the tribe of levi was chosen why did this happen if you go to exodus 32 you know i want you all to go there verse 19 uh, you can read up to 24 later but it says so it was as soon as he came down near the camp he and he saw the calf and the dancing So Moses anger became hot. That means he got very angry. Yes. Do you understand? Yes. That is an Exodus 32. And, and then he took the calf which they had made and burned it in the fire. Do you understand? And before he did that, he he cast all the tablets out of his hands and broke them at the foot of the mountain. Yes. So that means Moses was very angry. Yes. Why? because this calf symbolizes idolatry do you understand now if you study how moses and his brother aaron saw god aaron would not be a part of idolatry because aaron says something says out of this fire this calf arose 
we'll study all this later do you understand and moses doesn't correct him that means there's something there behind all of this you you need to understand that yes look go to exodus 12 37 to 38 says then the children of israel journeyed from ramses to sukkot about 600,000 men on foot besides children a mixed multitude went up with them also and the flocks and herds a great deal of livestock this is the deliverance of israelites when they were delivered 600,000 men among them were a mixed multitude you clear yes this is a warning to not have a mixed multitude with us who are these mixed multitude well if you go to exodus 9:20 says he who feared the word of the lord among the servants of the pharaoh made his servants and his livestock flee to the houses so because of all the signs and wonders remember the 10 plagues that Moses worked i mean made through god god worked through Moses some people in the who were the servants of the pharaoh believed oh there is a true god they are part of the mixed multitude now it could be that magicians in the court of the pharaoh listen to me carefully are part of this mixed multitude because they understood there's a greater power than what they could gather together do you understand because it says so in the bible that moses the serpent ate their serpent yes do you understand so could they have used the magic to raise up the scarf by itself do you do you understand so what aaron said the scarf came out of the fire could have been true you understand what i'm saying it's not something that was a blatant lie you clear on what i said i will cover that yes go to exodus 32 and this is moses and i said to them who um um this this um go on this is aaron said um i'm reading from verse 24 and it says and i said i searched them whoever has any gold let him let them break it off and so they gave to me i cast it into the fire and this calf came out sounds like he put gold in the fire and now came the calf yes so when i first read it i thought okay maybe aaron is not being truthful but could it be that he is being truthful and through the works of these magicians what was put into the fire formed a calf we don't know do you understand we but we don't see moses saying anything about that because immediately after that verse 25 it says now when moses saw that the, the people were unrestrained for aaron had not restrained them to their shame among their enemies 
Then Moses stood in the entrance of the camp and said, Whoever is on the Lord's side, come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered to him. So that's how the Levites got chosen. It says all the sons of Levi. At least most of the, that tribe. Some of them were destroyed because they were guilty. In, the, in 2 Corinthians 6.14, it says, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. I'm talking about mixed multitude being a warning, yes? In 2 Corinthians 6.17-18, it says, Come out and be set apart for the Lord. It says, Therefore come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. This is part of what God says even in the Old Covenant. But I'm not going to go into that. But this is a warning. Not to mess or mingle with the world. This is have nothing to do with the world. In 1 John 2.14-17. Can you go there please? There's something that I want you to learn from this. 1 John 2.14-17. 14 to 17 it says i have written to you fathers because you have known him who is from the beginning i have written to you young men because you are strong in the word of god and the word of god abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one how how do they overcome by the word of god that abides in them not just the word of god the implanted word which is able to save your soul says james 121 yes yes the word of god abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one yes then it continues on it says do not love the world or the things of the things in the world how only if you have the word of god in you can you not love the world if you don't have the word of god in you you will love the world So someone comes and tells me the world is tempting them that means what the word of god is not in them Am I clear on what I say yes because logics logic dictates that if the word of god was in them they would overcome the world and they would overcome the evil one they would overcome through the word of god by the holy spirit whatever is thrown at them am i clear yes says verse 15 do not love the world or the things in the world if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him for all that is in the world the lust of the eyes the lust of the, um, all that is in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life three things yes is not of the father but is of the world and the world is passing away and the lust of it but you just the will of the will of god abides for forever the world is what passing away so why lust after it why go after it the will of god abides forever you need to have the word of god abiding in you We are studying all this. 
even the types of Christ, the Passover and everything. For a reason, not for itching ears, but for the word to bear fruit in us. Is it clear? Unless the word of God abides in you, you will not overcome the wicked one. Do you understand? And there is no situation, there is no way of provision for you to have tried the word of God and failed and because of that the wicked one has overcome you there's no way that can happen because Jesus is more powerful if you draw near to him he will draw near to you do you, you understand i'm not saying that you won't have temptations i'm saying about overcoming them Do you understand? You are in effect saying that the word has no power because it doesn't work in your life. It doesn't work in your life because you haven't given it power. You haven't let it abide in you. You haven't had implanted in you. If you go to James 1.21, it says, put away filthiness and wickedness. Do you understand? You read James 1.21, you have to do a lot, lot of things. And then the implanted word is able to save your soul. If you approach it with meekness, if you approach it with pride, your problem not mine do you understand so this is the warning what destroys our faith is the mixed multitude they are the ones maybe who have complained that moses is taking too long to come down from the mountain what has happened to me don't know yet because Israel saw their god work miracles till the red sea they were complaining to moses why did you bring us here to die is there no was there was there a shortage of graves in egypt you do understand then god parted the red sea and they kept their mouth shut after they saw that the dead egyptians Now after this they said this is our god because a calf came out don't have a mixed multitude among you they will deceive you have nothing to do with the world to not be unequally yoked with an unbeliever am i clear yes i'll be talking more about this in the bible study but but here you understand the passover is a type of christ yes Yes. So, let's pray. Thank you for tuning in. We hope that you were blessed with our Sunday sermon from the Coaching Lampstand. See you next week. God bless you.